0: Welcome to Being Human, a podcast where we get real about mental health, self-care, and our own experiences, and being human in general. And we're just two humans, Emma and Jenna, getting real about real life and what it means to be human. Hello, everybody. Today, we are Being Human about therapy and self-expression. How long have we been sitting here for? Um, I got here like 6.30. I've been here since before that. Well, it is your house, so. <laughs> so we've been sitting here since 6.30. What Basically, time is it now? It's 8.30. Oh. Just updating each other on our lives, and we've come up with some really good conversations and really good topics that we want to share. Oh, and welcome to our new title and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a new title. We felt that it was more fitting to the content we were leaning towards. Not that this stuff isn't pod-worthy. It, it is. It its 100%. Like, we don't even have to say it anymore <laughs> because it is. Exactly. We're like, guys, listen up. This is pod-worthy being human. Yeah, and so... We just really wanted to spread that message and let people know that we are all just naked space space monkeys floating around um, (laughs) with a lot of mental problems. so. (laughs) Um, So when we were trying to come up with a new name that was more fitting, we were like, okay, let's look back on our episodes and see which one had the most positive reaction. And the one that got the most listens was the one called being human around other humans and basically that was the first one when we kind of opened up about some insecurities and like really brought them forward in a way that we hadn't before and um I was like why don't we just call it being human so then we deleted everything on our page and (laughs) we were so impulsive and okay First of all, I don't have any regrets, though. Um, I'm a pretty go-with-the-flow kind of girl until I'm not. <laughs> um, with the podcast, generally, I'm really go-with-the-flow. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Jenna's like, Jenna is like the type A personality in this friendship, <laughs> which is saying a lot for two type B personality people. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I'm like, yeah, let's change this name. Let's change this logo. Let's update our Instagram. That sounds like a great idea. And then one like I the next day I look on the Instagram and everything <laughs> is deleted. I was like Okay. No, I didn't whoa. delete it. I didn't delete it. I archived it. It's all there. Yes. Funny. I just was caught off guard. It was so funny. <laughs> but are you okay now? Oh have yeah. you recovered? I was not really that phased. You were more just like shocked a little. Bit. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. I When I told you I was doing it, like, I'm doing it, (laughs) there's no sticking your foot half in, like, it's all the way or nothing. (laughs) Yeah, basically, we wanted to change it to make it more relatable and eye-catching in the sense that if you're looking for a podcast that's about mental health and, like, dealing with those struggles and just life in general, um... Or, in other words, being human, because we're all humans. I don't think there's one person in this world who exists that does not need to go to therapy. We all have our stuff, and it manifests in different ways, and I just think it's so important to talk about it in yeah. a safe space. And I think this is one of these great steps that you can take towards, like, eventually wanting to get therapy or something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think just realizing that you're not alone in these struggles and that people are there to help you and like stuff some stuff isn't normal yeah or, like normal but not helpful yeah it's normal to have these thoughts but if they need be- helping yeah so what i said oh my <gasps> <gasps> emma no emma just totally burped <laughs> i'm eating my dinner while why couldn't i have eaten my dinner any other time because it was ordered yeah I didn't have a choice. And she it. set up the thing right in front of the microphone. mm mm-hmm. um, This is an audio mukbang. Um, yeah. So, basically, just, yeah, if you haven't been to therapy before and you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't struggle daily, like, I'm good, I can manage my own things, that is perfectly fine. If you are good, stay good, do what makes you feel good, but... If you're think like trying to think of ways that you can feel like a better version of yourself, therapy is a way that kind of digs deep into how you're feeling on the inside versus the surface of what you can actually see. Can I give an example? Yeah, absolutely. So, imagine this is you when you're getting ready for the day. You're like, doing your hair, doing your makeup, if that's what you like to do. And then you're like oh my gosh, I hate this feature on my face. Okay, I'm just going to buy more and better makeup. Mm -hmm. That's actually not the root cause slash solution. Like, you're just going to keep finding things that bother you about yourself if you keep thinking that way, and then trying to find outward sources to fix it. And what therapy Mm -hmm. can help you do is like, well, instead of, You know spending time and money on kind of trying to change the way you look you change the way you think about yourself and Mm -hmm. can appreciate your body more but that's just one example it can be like oh I feel like I'm not doing a good job at work okay I'm just gonna work 20 times harder even though you might have been just doing fine the way you were before it's all about figuring out what the root problem is and working upwards from there and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Um, So in my experience, I started seeing a therapist when I was in the fifth grade, I think. And I really didn't know what it was all about. Not sure what to expect, but even just being a kid and having an outlet that wasn't my mom was some sort of weird open door for me. I was like, I'm talking to a person that I haven't known my whole life about these things that I haven't even told my mom about. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, that's something that you don't really experience much outside of being with your friends. But, I don't know, just having that outlet when you're a kid, having that outlet when you're a teenager, etc., it just takes you somewhere... That allows you to be authentic in a way that you didn't know you could be. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was at therapy the other day, I was just telling Emma. Basically, long story short, my therapist was talking to me, and she asked me all these questions and actually made me admit something that I was doing to myself that I didn't even realize. And it's like, now that I'm aware of that, I'm like... I see this all the time and now I can recognize it and um, use strategies and I'm starting to feel better, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like if the hose is running and the bucket is overflowing, if you don't look at the bucket, it's not going to stop overflowing. Yeah. It's still going to be filling up no matter where you are unless you turn the hose off. And I think going to therapy is a way of at least like turning the hose down a notch. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with that? Oh, she's putting down her <laughs> chicken strip. This is gonna be big, guys. I'm picking up the Ooh, here comes the the drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think therapy is super helpful for the same reason as you. Um, like having someone that's not involved and has a completely whole like not necessarily whole because there's three sides to every story but like mm-hmm. a perspective outside unbiased. yes unbiased perspective is really important and therapists need therapists because therapists have friends that they can talk to you or whatever but if they need help with something it's like no friend or family member is going to be able to give you an unbiased approach the way a therapist can. Mm-hmm. And I just think um, that's like one of the coolest things we have today that people are there for like a judgment free. But marriage. I think also finding the right therapist for you is also important. Like uh, finding someone that works for you and works with you mm-hmm. well, matches your personality. Or not matches, but, like, can work with your personality effectively is an important aspect. Do you think there's a lot of people who go to therapy, try it once, and are like, they don't vibe with that therapist in particular, and then they're like, no, therapy won't help me. Like, do you think a lot of people do that? Totally. I totally think so. And there are some great therapists out there, and there are some sketchy ones that, like, are Mm -hmm. weird with the parents, if there's, like, a teen involved and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you just need to find, uh, like, that's why consultations and, you know, maybe trying out an appointment or two is important and seeing what they're all about before you commit. Um, I also think... Therapy should be provided for everybody. I don't think that it should be something that we have to pay for. I think it should be included in It's so healthcare. hard though because like oh yeah, in healthcare because then they could still get paid. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, why is this not in a like paid for like it is to go to the dentist's office? Mm hmm. Yeah, I've never actually thought about that before, but For me, like, my dad's a teacher, so it's covered through his benefits. But what about the people who really, really need it and it's not covered? Yeah, often people that need it most, or not most, because I think everyone needs it, but a lot of people that need it can't get it. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. So what would you say to those people if someone is listening right now and they're like, oh, that's me, what would you say to them? I wish the world was better in so many ways, and I think if you have access to the internet, which you probably do, if you're listening to this, yeah, I think researching techniques um, on your available time and you know trying to implement those would be helpful. But honestly, you just got to do the best you can. Like that's a tough situation. Um. What I was saying earlier about my therapist asking me a bunch of questions, that's a technique where they ask you a bunch of of questions and you just answer, like, slim to the bone. Like, well, how does that make you feel? Blah, blah, blah. Well, why is that bad? You know what I mean? And it kind of, like, digs up how you're really feeling and then eventually your answer (laughs) is, like, your gut feelings and you're like, oh, I feel like that. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And you said to me a few minutes ago oh, I did that to myself yesterday. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're in a situation where you can't have therapy, that would be a good way to sort of, like, implement it. And it takes practice, too. Like, But yeah. it's an idea for those of you, or those of you who just want to, like, be able to take control of yourself outside yeah. of the office. I'm in the process of switching therapists at the moment. Which, there is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more to be specified for something different. So. Yeah. Like, one was more talk therapy, and this one is more re- recovery and, like... Me, too. Yeah. I just did the exact same thing. hmm So, it's so normal to switch therapists if you need. Mm-hmm. Long process of figuring out what works for you. Yeah. Anyway, so in the meantime... I've been kind of doing that, and I actually learned the technique Jenna was talking about off TikTok. And some days I will, on my way home from work, give myself therapy in the car. And <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by this is like, if I'm upset about something, I'll say out loud, I'm upset about this. Uh, why is this bothering me? Well, why does this mean this? I do that why too. Why does that mean that? That's so weird. What is that? <laughs> There's some sort of power in talking out loud to yourself. Yeah, it like gives you perspective. It's so cool. Can I piggyback on that for a second? Go ahead. Okay, so the other day I was at a restaurant. I don't know if I told you this. This was on my birthday. <laughs> Anxiety before, bowels going out of control before, and I was totally fine when I was there, and then near the end for some reason the bowels were going out of control again. So I went to the bathroom and I'm, like, talking to myself, being like, okay, this is nothing you've never seen before. You know exactly what is going on. You know mm-hmm. that it will get better. And just, like, somehow talking to yourself is so much more powerful than thoughts. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, real. hmm It's almost like you believe it more.
1: And that's totally. why therapy
0: is so good. hmm End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> It holds so much power, you're speaking your words out loud. And that's a great example too of how you can kind of calm yourself down or get grounded when you're out somewhere and struggling. Yeah, so even if you don't have a therapist, if you're looking to give yourself therapy in the car, ride home, (laughs) if you're wondering what therapy is, these are all great strategies to get started or find a place to continue. Yeah, and there's a bunch of coaches and therapists that actually have podcasts too. Yeah, oh, podcasts so, are such a good source. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of people that can give a lot of great advice on how to actually do thought work, which Jenna and I don't really focus on. We more just like talk about experiences and. We more Do you just drop tips, normalize normalize well, and expand ideas, you know, yeah, like we are not your therapists. <laughs> we are just two humans talking mm-hmm. about human stuff, mm-hmm. and I cannot express enough how important I think therapy is, like I think every member of my family would benefit from therapy. <laughs> Because they're human. Like, I can't think of another reason more prominent than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally everybody I know, every therapist I know, like, if if you come up to me and you're like, I'm thinking of starting therapy, I'm going to say to you, do it. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't think there's any downside to it. I think people might sway away from it because they're afraid. And, you know, no one can force you to go to therapy. I guess maybe some people can. But I think going to therapy is something you need to want to do and be passionate. Not necessarily passionate, but at least open to the idea. Because if you're not ready to open up to certain techniques to change your life, therapy will not be effective for you. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to make that change. And being wrong, too, actually. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The amount of times that I've been wrong while sitting in front of a therapist. Getting comfortable with being wrong. Like, therapy is a great place to do that because it's judgment-free. Yeah. So, it's a very judgment-free zone. But at the same time, like, who's to judge anyways because we're human? Right now, I have a really big dilemma going on in my life. And it really bothers my mother because, um, I have like shopping carts online full of clothes that I will not let her purchase because I don't know if I want them or not. And I have like not a lot of clothes, guys, and it's not because I can't get them. Like I literally mentally cannot buy them. And here's the dilemma, which is what I want to talk to my therapist about on Friday. So, I really struggle with self-expression and what I think people will think of me if I do express myself through clothes, and I'm also really self-conscious about people's perceptions of me when I'm just out in the world. So, I'll dig deeper into this. For example, if I have a presentation at school, I know that there's like some little subconscious thing going on if i dress like slightly more professional that day like the teacher will be more likely to give me a higher grade Mm -hmm. even just by a few marks simply because of the way i look and that can stem from like what the ideas of a smart person looks like in the back of our minds so are you saying that like subconsciously you always want to trigger that like that little thing in someone's brain that makes you seem more appealing to them yeah like i i feel like i'm kind of and probably a lot of people are aware of how stereotypes and like subliminal messaging slash thoughts can affect someone like if yeah. someone's wearing glasses, even though we're like, that's so silly, it will actually make people think you're smarter. Are you, Do you think you're, like, hyper-aware of these things that you've, like, mentally noted? Yeah, what- and, like, I think, like, for every situation that I'm going to, I think of how I can manipulate the situation by what I'm wearing to get what I want, slash, be accepted, slash, feel safe. <clears throat> So, I'm listening to this, and I think my first, like, comment on how you're explaining this is that you are worried that you're not going to be accepted in some way, shape, or form. So, you're using the way you express yourself to give yourself validation and, like, give yourself comfort in knowing that because you did this, you will be accepted. Mm -hmm. So you're, like, if you don't, you're, like, okay, I might not today, and then you'll have anxiety, you know? Yeah, and also it's, like, my personal style, I have no idea what my personal style is because all my life I have just been picking clothes to what I think I can get things out of, like. That day? In high school, I probably had three categories of clothes, which can overlap. Clothes that I wear to parties, clothes that I wear to school, and clothes that I wear to sports or something. Or like pajamas, but whatever. Um, and so I was comfortable with this amount of clothing options because it was relatively attainable to... For me to think that I could dress how my friends would like me to dress at a party yeah. or how teachers would like me to dress at school mm-hmm. <clears throat> which um in accordance to ADHD I kind of have like because I was like on and off with delivering assignments and stuff on time I was constantly trying to um evoke smartness or yeah. professionalism. Now that you link those together, I'm like, you are basically living for proof. Yeah, like, it's trying to make people think I am something that I not necessarily am. And I'm not saying that I'm not smart. I'm just saying, like, I was dressing to a stereotype to get people to believe something about me Like, that you thought they needed to. That I was like compensating for living with undiagnosed ADHD at school, but then I also wanted to be perceived as like attractive and friendly and outgoing at parties, so I would try to dress more fun there. And then at dance, like, you're literally dressing for the weather, but like, (laughs) of life. Yeah. And then, like, at dance, I would want to seem like a dancer for the most part but honestly i didn't really care people kind of wore whatever Mm -hmm. there so it wasn't really a big deal it was more about just dancing but on ballet nights that was a big deal (laughs) because there was a uniform but of course i didn't have much control over that and i was just doing that so anyways now the situation in my life is COVID world. Um, yeah, so you're like, uh. You're not around people, so you're like, what am I? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like, every interaction that I have is not consistent. Like, it will do. Yeah, it's like your life is flipped upside down. You don't yeah. know what to do, what to wear. Because I'm not, I've, like, so many just random interactions now. Like for example, if I was going into a store after school, I would just be wearing the clothes I wore to school and it wouldn't be a big deal to me because yeah, the main goal of that day would have been to cure smart for my teachers, classmates, whatever. If I was going to a party, I was hanging out with my friends and then going home like do you know what I mean like it wouldn't be like yeah and so now I work as a nanny which I do try to kind of curate my outfits too but like outside of my job I have no idea what to wear and have yeah like there's no stability right now yeah and when I was actually deep into quarantine I would be like oh I want to like get back into normal clothes so I can kind of have a bit of a routine and I found myself having literally no idea what to wear and it was so weird because you'd think it'd be the other way around Mm -hmm. interesting so when you like became aware of this so like me listening to you talk about this I'm like okay so you know exactly what it is that's on your mind, and what's bothering you, and how it's bothering you, but you don't necessarily know deep into the why, and you don't know deep into how to fix it, Yeah, you know, so like this is a perfect opportunity, like you said, you want to talk to your therapist about this on Friday, like, I can't think of a better idea than to take this to a therapist, yeah, and it's kind of... Like, I think that I'll have some really great advice on this particular struggle of like not even knowing what I like. Yeah. And oh my gosh, not to mention all of the thoughts that you have about being sustainable. Oh my gosh. Things yeah. fitting right. Like, I also kind of hate when clothes don't feel good, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is sad because. Through high school, I didn't care. Like I was uncomfortable literally all day, pretty much. But I was. I would rather be uncomfortable to appear a certain way for other people. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are you looking forward to bringing this up with your therapist, or how are you feeling about that? Well, this has been festering for yeah. almost a year, or yeah. a, more than a year now. So I am really excited to, to bring get another therapist. Yeah, yes. and like the fact that you knew your other therapist wasn't a fit for you, and you did, and you brought it forward to a new therapist, and now you're like, okay, I'm ready to bring this onto the table, and I think you're gonna feel so relieved when you do. Mm-hmm. And like your experience with therapy is gonna be so different from everybody else's, like. If someone else is dealing with the same problem or like some sort of issue, like you're not, you may not go to therapy and put it on the table and be like, "Wow, I'm so glad I did that." Like you might not, you know what I mean? Like you might not feel that hole in one right away. Yeah, because it's different. Like it's really subjective. It's true. Yeah. I've tried a couple therapists over the years, and usually it's for different Hmm. things. And when, like, I still feel like I haven't found my perfect fit yet, but it's been very helpful. Yeah. Nonetheless. Like, Like, even just being on the journey is helpful. I'm picking up skills at every stop, and I think it's a really great opportunity to hear a lot of different people's advice and compare and contrast and apply what you think is helpful to you. So just to wrap this up, if you are listening to this and you have never been to therapy before and you're like, no, I don't need therapy. Like I don't have an apparent mental health challenge. Like if you've never thought that about yourself, You probably do, and you just don't know. (laughs) Like, everybody does to some degree. Everybody has something that they would benefit from by talking to someone. And if you're stubborn, or if you are just the personality where you're like, this might not be for me, I really encourage you to try it, because what's the harm in trying? Like, try it for five things, like five different therapists, five different sessions, whatever, like just try it. Please. I encourage you to be proud of yourself if you're wrong.
1: Yeah, you do need therapy. Yeah,
0: I think that's what people are scared of a lot is being wrong. Like being like, ah, I don't need this, but I'll go anyway, and then they benefit yeah. from it, and then they're like. And I think you know, where does the fear of being wrong come from for a lot of people? A fear of being rejected, and yeah. you know, all of these fears and things that we have are just from our bodies wanting us to be safe and accepted, usually. So I promise you, not a lot of more safe places than therapy. It's one of the safest places. Yes. And at the end of the day, we're all humans. We are homo sapiens. (laughs) (laughs) We should call our our podcast Being Homo (laughs) Sapiens.